My name is Emily, and I have been watching Bravo TV as a form of self-care for over a decade. Needless to say, I'm a complete mess. Subscribe and follow along for painfully insightful recaps about Bravo, true crime, and other great TV. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the channel. If you're listening on the pod, welcome back to the pod. This is She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. And today... This is like a long awaited reunion. My friend Lauren is here. You may know her from TikTok. You may know her from her podcast, The Zen Blonde. She's actually pretty big on TikTok, you guys. Okay. So you probably know her already. Lauren, hi. Oh my God. What an intro. It's so humbling. Just like Sarah Jessica. We were just talking about Sarah Jessica Parker, and it's so humbling. How are you like, doing, Emily? <laughs> I feel like that should be our through line for the whole <laughs> recording. Oh, so humbling. It's mm. so humbling. <laughs> so humbling. I am. I'm wonderful. Um, I am so excited that you actually caught up on Southern Charm just to be able to record with me. Well, here's the thing. So I skipped out for like maybe like the last season because I was like, Southern Charm is just like not a good look right now. It's not. <laughs> what is going on? I feel like there's like racism happening. I was like, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. But then I got it kind of got lured back in this season because I feel like it seems like people have grown and cha- hopefully I don't know. And so anyway, um, I'm so glad that I did because it's giving me the vibes of like the seasons of Southern Charm that I've loved. Like the best season was I think season two when Ashley was on the show. She was dating um, Thomas. I think that's season five. Is that season five? Yeah, because season-, season two is still like early Catherine Thomas stuff. Well, whenever Ashley came on, that was like the fever pitch, but I loved early Southern charm. Like I, I want to go to Patricia's house so badly. Like, Oh yeah. If I was like a make a wish, like that would be, I'd be like, go to Patricia's house and experience it for a day. I agree. Cause there's so many things to look at. Yes. Like, like she has like vignettes that it's like, this was actually George Washington. And you're like, <laughs> what? she's and she's such a character her face now has become like I want them to just freeze frame on it for a minute because she doesn't really post a lot of photos like straight on anymore because when they at one point they shoot to her I'm like what now is it a facelift did she have did she have a stroke I don't know but her face is definitely looking like a little different I've noticed this season for sure um and I mean Patricia is freaking gorgeous. Uh, and like whatever she's doing and for as old as she is, like, I, I would love to know everything she's ever done. Like I, yeah. And I would also love for her to like, give me the dating advice. Cause I feel like she like just has had like a string of very interesting marriages. (laughs) I feel like she even said recently she was engaged. Like even wasn't it last season? Well, that's what I thought. And I was like, I, I haven't an update on that. Is he still with us? <laughs> he just got her. She just got rid of him. Yeah. One has to wonder. I remember it because it was a very big rock. Right. And she's not wearing it. I don't remember her wearing it. She always is covered in baubles and things. So I don't like, think I was looking. I just assumed it was another big ring on her finger. What's your take on uh, Whitney? Like, do you think Whitney's a playboy behind the scenes? Because <laughs> I feel like his relationships are never featured on the show. And I'm always kind of curious, like. He decided early on, like after I think season, whatever season Thomas decided to sue Bravo and 
Andy Cohen directly, Whitney was like, I am no longer going to show any of my drama. I think he got really freaked out. So he doesn't show any of his personal life. He's basically like, I am the producer. He's I think he's the one who pitched the show with Patricia. So he's like, I stay out of it. He is a vexing little character, that man. Like, remember when it was remember when Catherine and Whitney had sex? And it was like a big secret. And I'm like, I can't even imagine him having sex with anyone, let alone Catherine. And now all we get from him is him cleaning up the dog's pee with vodka. (laughs) You know, (laughs) he's such an odd, but like he's he has like a house, a big mansion in L.A. Like he's a man about town. So I'm sure he gets all kinds of chicks. Remember he had like a hot model girlfriend for a while. So, yeah. I'm sure he's out there because, you know, chicks like money and they know who he is. But I can't like I just can't picture him as a sexual being in any way, shape or form. And I'm sure he has like really odd, like haunted, um, like paraphernalia around his room. Like, oh! he's, probably, he's probably like a rocket. Like a, oh, that's my rocking horse from like 1776. Like, yeah, uh, it's wooden. And it's like this creepy, these creepy like items, you know, that are just like historical that Patricia has like, you know, nested around his house. Uh, It's probably so fucking weird. Like it's probably so weird. Yeah. And he always seems completely out of place. Like whenever he, like when he shows up later to Naomi's party, I'm like, Whitney, go like Patricia can be there. You can't, I don't know why Patricia can be there, but you seem more out of place to me. Go away. I agree completely. Um, I Catherine's lipstick deserves like its own Instagram page. So, okay, here's what my friend and I think might it might have actually been because she mentions to Taylor that she had peeling because she was doing like a retinol thing. And so because I've stared at it way too many times now, I'm wondering if Throughout the night, she had tried to like wipe her lipstick because she changed. She changes her lipstick a few times. One time it's like a matte. She comes in with the like really dark, dark, dark matte, like red, whatever it is. Then it goes to like a almost like a lip gloss. Then she I think when she was taking off her lipstick, she wiped off foundation. And that was like the red retinol. That would make so much more Um, sense skin stuff because lips like and and that's because that's why no one told her (laughs) because you know someone would be like Catherine your lipstick is everywhere someone would have said something but you can't tell someone like we can see all your skin you know it it was reminding me of like Dorinda like remember when Dorinda I had like the crazy lipstick. It's <laughs> exactly she- that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I have a question for you just because you mentioned Naomi's party. Would you be pissed if you were Paige and you watched these episodes and saw Craig getting all reminiscent with his ex about the snack bar and all this stuff? Because I would be fucking pissed. Like I would break up with someone over that. Well, I think that, uh, y- yes, but Paige, the whole start of their relationship was she had to be cool with the, you know, no rules, no commitment situation. Like she, they set it up that way. And so we even saw it on Summer House where it, it, Lindsay's like, well, no, 
Craig's the one having sex with Kristen Cavallari. And she's like, oh, she can't can't be mad, but she can't help but be mad. So I'm sure she didn't like it, but she probably was upset, but then had to get over it because Craig was like, well, I told you, like, we're not committed. You know what I mean? Like Craig was really pushing that with her and I really didn't like it. He did it a few times, even on Summer House, where like at one point um, when they're driving in the car, it's like towards the end of the season. He says to her, um, I want you to meet my parents, but will it like mess you up if, you know, we're not like committed, but you meet my parents? What the heck? I'm so like, I, I don't watch Summer House. So this is all like breaking news to me. Oh, oh, yeah. He said, and oh my God, when they went on Watch What Happens Live, when they were at this point officially a couple, they played a game where they had to like guess what their partner's answer would be, you know, like kind of like a newlywed game. Right. And um, <laughs> the question was, what is Paige's biggest fear? Her answer was heights. And he said her answer would be him leaving her. What? <laughs> oh my God. The audacity of this man. And I can't believe Kristen Cavalieri. I didn't know about that. Oh my God. This is so fun that you didn't know that. Yeah. So do you remember the rumor about Kristen Cavalieri and Austin? Yes, I do remember that. I do okay. That. Because so what the rumor was actually incorrect. It was actually Craig and Kristen Cavalieri that was discovered on Summer House. That was the big bomb drop on some on Summer House. So Paige was unable to she was upset, obviously, because nothing. I mean, it makes you feel so gross. Like, I know you're supposed to be cool, but like you can't help it. You, you feel gross about it. So Craig, though, was pulling the like, you can't be mad. You can't be mad about it. We talked about this, like really shameless, really douchey. And they continued on this, like, we're not committed, whatever thing. And then later in the season, he's talking about how he wants her to meet his parents. But will it will it mess you up if, you know, we're not committed, but you meet my parents? Oh, my goodness. That so. is wild. I would not tolerate that. And actually, like early page, because I have seen Summer House, like, I feel like early page wouldn't have tolerated that yeah well i mean they're fine now like they she kind of you know had to go through that phase just to wait for craig to get to a point where he was ready to settle down um but now they're there so oh my god i just knowing that all that footage existed and like being like are my future like children gonna see this would just would just be a mind fuck for me but well let's let's get into this episode then let's let's uh, let's break this bad boy down um right off the top i'm going to throw a lot of shade at naomi because i really hope that she's not the one that's going to narrate this season because they've got her narrating like previously on i hope they're going to rotate because i don't want her narrating she was no uh-uh yeah. Okay, not everyone has a good voice, and she's one of those people. She has one of those like kind of dead voices, like that it doesn't. And I'm like, you were gone, you left, you don't get to come back and narrate. Yeah, it is an interesting choice. And then I also feel like even with Catherine, she got to throw a bunch of shade in the narration towards Catherine. I, I'm like, you don't have the right. You don't. 
Vanita could have done it. Leva could have done it. I would have even accepted Craig. In fact, I would have preferred Craig because Craig's been there from the beginning. Oh who, told Na- who told Naomi she could do it? Um, so we're getting like the next morning. And I, I really do respect Paige's need for that water. Like we all know what it's like. You've had a night of drinking and you that water that you can like you cannot get enough. And she's just chugging that water like I, Craig and Paige just they have a good chemistry compared to what Naomi and Craig were. I'm not going to lie, though, when when Naomi and Matul broke up, I was one of the people that said they should get back together because I didn't you know, I was like, yeah, because I remembered he was still in love with her. And I always kind of think exes sort of could like rekindle something. I know nothing. Don't ever listen to me when it comes to relationships. I know nothing. Um, but here's here's my problem. So Caleb, the next morning to Catherine, he knows what happened. He knows why she freaked out. She's been having issues with Benita and Naomi. And it's been going on for months because here's the problem. She said Do you, you, Last season, she there was a huge issue with what she said. It wasn't just the monkey emoji. Everyone keeps kind of saying it was just the monkey emoji. It wasn't. It was the continuing DMs that she sent this woman about like, oh, don't play the minority card and that kind of stuff. It was really problematic. And she never answered for it. She never did. She even went to the reunion and acted like a victim still like you guys were just writing on this whole woke thing is what she kind of said. Basically, it's like, OK, now now cameras are up and it's not like you seem to have learned anything during the time off. And it also doesn't seem like Caleb has been teaching you anything either. It's not like she doesn't she's not coming to the table going. Caleb's really helped me understand that what I what I was doing last last year wasn't right. What I did wasn't right. She's not saying any of that. So it sort of seems to me like he chose cameras up to kind of throw her under the bus a little bit and be like, yeah, I'm teaching her how to be a better person. And she's like, no, you're not. Since when? I, I also don't get the vibe at all that Catherine is like into him. Like, I have to be honest, like I, I've seen her with guys that she's into. I've seen her very clearly like chasing guys, being very physical and tactile with men that she likes and like. I was like, it's like kind of interesting that she chooses to date a person of color right after all this stuff comes out. And then I'm not seeing the chemistry. And I'm like, are you doing this for a reason, Catherine? Are you trying to like clear your name and be like, look, I'm not like, I I don't know. And that's just a theory, but I really do not see chemistry. Like, I just don't, I don't. I mean, and she, you're right. She was posting a lot on social media with him. So it was very image conscious of her. Yeah. So it's yeah. not incorrect to kind of assume that. And I mean, I've only ever seen Catherine date white dudes. So I just was kind of like, it's an interesting time for you to be like very visible with a person of color after you've done all these things. And then on the show, I don't see you like, I've never seen her grab him to kiss him. I constantly oh, yeah. see the night ending with like them parting ways. They're broken up now. Yeah. So I don't know. That's just, that was just something that crossed my mind as a little odd. Cause I, again, I've seen Catherine with many different men and when she's into someone, it's very tactile. So I've also received quite a few 
DMs from followers who say they are locals in Charleston and that like don't have great things to say about Catherine. Yeah. Granted, I take it with a grain of salt because anyone can write in saying anything like I don't know if I can't validate if these people actually live in Charleston or if it's real. But a lot of the things I've heard about Catherine from locals is that she's not she's a big partier. She's just really unsavory things. And that basically when the cameras are up, she presents a whole different persona. And so that I can see. Uh, Caleb also doesn't seem like he likes her at all either. Like, he seems like he really doesn't enjoy her whatsoever. No. And then it's like somehow his mom's in the mix, like as this like mentor who like who knows her, who also as he's telling her the biggest warning sign of an abusive or like negative toxic relationship is having somebody sequester you from all of your family and friends and having Catherine say that she's the most important thing in his life and that he needs to cancel any other obligations if she needs him like I was like she's like sounding like a cult leader like I don't know it's just like the cult of Catherine like this guy like is being sequestered from his family but then the mom doubles down and is like well it's because she lost family and blah 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 and I'm gonna talk to her like if I told my parents like this guy that I'm dating is trying to you know make me not see my friends or um my family as much if like it's taking away time from them and they, they want to be like the most important thing in my life my everyone would be looking at me like I had like two hats they'd be like that doesn't sound like healthy so he, he also I feel like she knows he's a bit immature because he sounded like I'm seeing it from a different angle too I don't trust this guy I don't I really really don't I'm having a problem with the fact that he he seems to have thrown her under the bus on camera like he got on camera and it was like he went up he went up to someone like okay let's say you and I are in a relationship and the cameras go up and you go up to the one person I haven't been talking to for six months and you go you should go talk to Emily I'm teaching her how to be a better person and she's like well and the person I'm not talking to is like well some take longer than others I know and then you come up to me and go, she, she's cool. You, she'll, she's going to come talk to you. I'd be like, you want to talk to my mortal enemy? That would fucking piss me off. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it's also just like, oh, is he securing his spot on reality TV? But like doing it at Catherine's expense because she's the easy target because he knows, yes. he knows exactly what to do there. And That's he knows my gonna, concern. Yeah. It's almost like he's like the Lisa Rinna of, southern charm (laughs) that's what i'm concerned about because she seems so like caught off guard because when he comes in and talks to her he's like you have problems with people and i don't have problems with people and you're the problem and she's like wait you've never voiced any of these issues until literally right now and she's like there's cameras right here like we've you know been to miami we've been together for a year like Granted, I'm I am not def- I feel we're defending Catherine because I know Catherine is super problematic, but you've been with her and enjoying like kind of the mini celebrity that she has. And now cameras are up and, you know, she's going to be the villain because she is. And you're going to like jump on that bandwagon because you don't want to be like pulled down with her. I, I'm just he a like, little wary. 
Yeah, he definitely throws a little gasoline in the fire and then is like, oh my God, like, why is that burning to the ground? Like, um, I do have to say though, I don't know. I just think it's a PR relationship. I think uh, yeah. getting something out of it that is not like, I yes. just, I'm not convinced that they're into each other. I'm sorry, I agree. you cannot convince me. I, I see I, your, you know what? You're right. That's what it is. Both of them are mutually benefiting and it's not a relationship. Like, you know what? I bet you his mom was like, listen, like we, he wants like, he wants to have like a social media presence. He wants to have notoriety. You need to like have some image revision and like show the world that you're like a friend to all, you know, not like, <laughs> not like this, like awful racist person. So this is like good for both of your images. We're going to put you two together. He'll be like a stable person for you two. And like, that's what I'm not convinced that they're, that they're a real couple. I'm sorry. You can't convince me. I, I kind of think that you've, that you've kind of tapped exactly what I'm like, not understanding. It's kind of like, it's mutually beneficial. And now he's on camera going, oh, wait, now I'm realizing that like the one other black person is who you're fighting with. And this doesn't look good for me. Yeah. So yeah. he's like, I'm going to go talk to her because I really don't want to be pulled all the way into your drama. No, but no. I can't totally throw you under the bus. So like the next day, he's like extra sweet like you. I'm like, don't play nice. You know what you did? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And, and for anyone questioning, just go back, watch Catherine and other seasons with yes. guys that she's truly in relationships with because she doesn't take her eyes off of them. She she's like very territorial and she's like she, she, I mean chasing Thomas down that dock like th there's always sort of like kissing and touching and like I just don't see any of that happening so like I don't know I could see maybe in a less toxic relationship you don't need to like chase somebody around like Thomas but if you're really into somebody and you're somebody who kind of is has had a lot of PDA on the show and then you have like zero chemistry or PDA with someone like that's a little just smelling a little fishy to me. I don't know. I don't. They, I, don't, I don't. they really do not seem to have chemistry, though, even when they were like sitting next to each other and she was talking like at her birthday when they went and sat down for a second, even when she was just like, I don't know, it's a little weird because like they're not making eye contact with me, even just the way they were sitting next to each other. It didn't feel like a relationship. So that's in your well done. Well done. <laughs> right there. Um, all right. So then we get Vanita being an influencer and, you know, I'm, I'm going to give her props. I am never going to talk any kind of smack about being an influencer. It looks very hard. I would not be able to do that. I would not in any way be able to have that many clothes and care that much. So well done, Vanita. You made that happen. Uh, but then Austin calls Leva. Now he, I have a question for you. So Austin calls Leva to seemingly talk about Trop Pop. He's like, you know, I'm here looking at my list of vendors to give a call. And, you know, you're, of course, on it. And she cuts him off and she's like, oh, that's not what I thought you were going to call me about. I thought you were going to talk about Olivia. Do you think that he was pretend like like pretending to look like he was a working businessman because we all know that he rarely looks like he is or was Leva just trying to be like, shut the fuck up. I'm not going to give you that scene. We're going to talk about Olivia. I think that he, of course, as a like business owner is probably trying to plug Trop Hop whenever he can. And also trying to gaslight us into thinking he is like a business owner. And then like, he like just is not going to have that moment. Yeah. Like, I don't think he was actually making a business deal. Like Leva was like, 
I'm, I already care. Like you, what? We already carry a trap hop. Like what? Yeah. yeah. I don't believe that he was actually, she was like, Oh, we, okay. No, we're just going to skip. Right. Cause that just yeah. didn't feel okay. So they talk about Olivia and it turns out Olivia's parents invested in Leva's restaurant group. That's huge. Yeah. That's yeah. That I mean, it's a lot. Very interesting that he, you know, it's just so funny who people align themselves with, you know, and it's like, she's hot. She's, hot. she's smart. She's, she's level-headed and she's, she does not give a fuck when he's over there talking to Madison. Like I'm sure she like low key does, but she's like not going to show it. Yep. And I think she'd be able to, she'd be willing to drop Austin like a, a, on the dime. Like, that, and that's what I like about her. She's not like thirsty for him. She's like, all right, like whatever. Um, yeah. But then on top of it, it's like, okay. And she has wealthy parents, presumably wealthy, like looking at that Jesus. beautiful home and like that are investing in these restaurants that his, he probably wants his beer in all of them. Like if they're not in all of them. So it's interesting. Yeah. It's, very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they discuss Naomi and Craig in Vegas. And, you know, I actually understand why all of them would have been excited. Like, well, at least Leva would have been excited about them hooking up because it totally would have seemed like, oh, my God, they're going to get back together because they didn't quite know the depth of Paige and Craig. Um, but it like at that point, like Paige and Craig really were going to be the couple. And Craig, when you think about it, Craig worked through his feelings for Naomi. Naomi went right to Matul and did not work through any of her feelings for Craig. So once you got rid of Matul, she thought she could just pick right back up. But Craig was like, I've, I've like literally become a different person since then. But unfortunately, Naomi didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, it's really crazy to see. Um, and I, it's also interesting because I think Craig had to go through like lonely years without like really having somebody and then went through that process of like processing a big relationship and came out of it with like, presumably like a pretty solid relationship. I mean, I don't know about the foundation of it and the yeah. start I'm sketched out by it for page, but yeah. Um, I guess like, you know, in the Bravo sphere in the world of like people that have like some sort of like following and like notoriety, like I'm sure it's just always just like that. Um, like, cause they have so many people that are yeah. interested in them in their DMS. Like, like it, you go out to just to eat and people are like, you know, hitting on you. So I'm sure it's like on both ends, like it's a lot of incoming sort of attention. Um, but I definitely feel for Naomi because I think Matul was like such an asshole. Um, and I can see why she wanted to like go back to something comfortable. 100%. But I don't think it would have been good for either of them in the long run. As much as I love to see them together. I mean, I would be excited if they got back together, even though I'd be like watching a slow moving train crash because they broke up for very real reasons. There were some very real non-negotiables for Naomi about Craig that like as much as he is a changed person, like those things are still like who, just who he is, that he is a little bit more laid back. He wants to, you know, be making pillows and, you know, embroidering things or what, what, what have you. Um, and I think, you know, not finishing his law degree, which did he finish his law degree in like seasons past? I think he has to, because now he's like an accident attorney. Okay. He finished his law degree. I remember hearing that somewhere when I was like not watching it actively, but, um, yeah, I can see why they were excited. I also just love like 
how much the group loves gossiping about like other people's relationships because even though it's like we're watching a show you can just tell how genuine it is like Shep gets yes. Shep, Shep loves talking shit yes like more than any guy on the show like he gets like such a chill in his eye when he's talking shit about like <laughs> Craig. That's, such, that's such a good point like later when they go to dinner later like they are just gossiping like it reminds me of high school. Yeah. It has yeah. that because it's such a small town. So it has that energy and it's very, it's fun because it's TV that we get to watch. It's like TV on TV. It is. No, it definitely is. And I feel like the group is just like so enmeshed and has known each other for years. Even when they pull new people on, there's always is like more of a yes. genuine connection, you know, because sometimes with these housewives things, it's like, yeah, you guys met at a charity event once like five years ago. And like, this person's coming on from like a, a list of like 30 people that was recommended. And now we're having to pretend you're closer than you are. And it's not the case, but like with the Southern charm people, because it is small town vibes, like people do have those connections. One of the best things I've ever heard about really being able to finally believe when, cause you know, they pretend they're like, I've known so-and-so for years, Kendrick, uh, who, who does a, uh, my Atlanta recaps. He also hosts a podcast, Reality and Comics too. He said, unless they have a picture of them from back in the day, I don't buy it. Unless they can <laughs> throw that picture up there of them, like from at least four years ago, I don't believe it. And that is a good barometer because if it, there's nothing, then I don't. Then it's just production introduced you guys like two weeks before filming. Yeah, I agree completely. And it's always now it's like family members and stuff. Even Chef's cousin, like. Yes. Falling through, which is just such a random. I'm like, she's pregnant. We will get into that because yeah. I have a whole <laughs> lot of feelings about this. Um, okay. So Naomi calls Patricia and Patricia, you know, I get it. She's like the marker for everybody. Um, and Naomi, especially, but I love we, so we got Catherine's 30th birthday. She called it like her new beginnings. We love a new beginnings party. And now Naomi is calling this party her fresh start party so this is very very bravo these these themes of like new things like fresh starts like they have to have a theme of like this is you know why i'm having a party you can't just like have a party but like <laughs> you know gotta have um and then she tells patricia about Catherine's birthday and okay so what's gonna happen here is Catherine's gonna get a villain edit and what will happen which is what i did last week People are going to defend her because we in the Bravo verse love to defend the underdog. However, I think what I need to remind myself, I'm like telling this to me, is there's a whole world that happens in real life on this show. And I've been reminded of that from locals that um, we don't see. And Catherine portrays a very different persona on camera. And like they haven't spoken to this woman at all. I don't really get Naomi's problem with Catherine, though. Naomi's only problem with Catherine is that she spread that rumor about Cam's husband last season. Well, sometimes I wonder, even though I like Naomi, if she's kind of like the high school mean girl. She of the is. Crew. Like, and I do get that energy. And even like Vanetta, like having gone to high school with her, like the whole description of like who they were in high school, like made me like kind of painted a picture of like, oh, like Naomi kind of is Regina George. Catherine, like, I think is a really troubled person. And I think she had a lot happen to her at such a young age where she didn't have the time to like, 
mature in the way that she should have, even though like kids were involved and people are like, kids make you grow up. It's like not when like you are with Thomas Ravenel and like time is split and you have probably have an addiction issue maybe, or you're just partying too much. And there's a lot at play here with Catherine where it's like, I think she has to unlearn a lot of things and like go to therapy and like help herself. But I don't think that she's like a mean girl necessarily. I think she's a reactive girl. Whereas yes, I think Naomi is a mean yes, a little bit. Yes. Even though I think she's beautiful and like so chic and like the whole like French background. Like I'm like, she's so like, she's it. She's the moment. She always looks amazing, but she gives off like, kind of mean girl energy and the thing is like cam was another one where i was like you would probably appear like so sweet and like you know probably in high school like teachers thought you were like such a sweet nice girl but you were like the head of like the like the clique you know yep um i don't know what do you what's your read on all that i am right there with you naomi had like she had that one season after her and craig broke up where she was like angry and she was super mean to that girl Peyton. And, but she does, she came correct with Peyton and she apologized, but she still, she, she was also really, really mean to Craig. As much as I know, Craig was like infuriating. She was really mean to him. And so like, she has a bad side to her. And then at her party later, we'll get into it. Well, to Put a pin in that. TBD. Yeah. We'll put a pin in that, and we will pick that up because I'll pick that right back up once we get into that. Because I'm right. I am fully agreeing with you. Um, but Patricia lets us know that she's tried with Catherine, but Catherine continues to just not live a life that she wants to align with. Because we're not like let's all remember that last season Catherine was absolutely the villain, never came correct, and I'm sure Patricia's like, I'm keeping that at an arm's length because it's, but who knows, as we have seen time and time again, one se- everything changes from one season to the next. So one episode to the next. So we'll see how it plays out this season. I, I really loved when Patricia took Catherine under her wing and like, sent, like sent Mr. Kale after Ashley at that party. Loved uh, it. It was the best. Like I, loved I loved it. I loved it. And I, I think that like Patricia could be like a good mentor for Catherine, you know? But- yeah. But I think that, I think that's what we keep missing. Cause like we only get the microcosm of filming. We don't see the full scope. And I think that's kind of what they're trying to tell us when they can't quite tell us everything, I think to protect her. I think a lot of them are actually trying to, pro- to, pro- to protect her because she's still in a custody battle with Thomas still. I can't believe that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, I mean, things keep unfolding still um, because the son, her son, um, there is something wrong with him, like a developmental issue. And he's claiming in court documents that there it's like, um, what is it? The infant um, alcohol. Oh, um, I know what you're talking about. Oh, Oh, my God. It's on the tip of my tongue. Fetal alcohol syndrome. Thank God. Right? Thank you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so because he does, like, if you look at him, he does look in the face like it's a, almost like Down syndrome, it looks like. But, you know, that's the face he's got. So Thomas is claiming that it's just a whole bunch of back and forth. So they try to protect her as much as they can by not saying anything that doesn't really happen on camera. I be- this is I, again, I'm, I received a lot of DMs about Catherine. Um, she's got quite a bit of enemies in Charleston. Yeah. Um, but again, it could just be people, but I don't, I don't, to be honest, I don't receive any other DMs about 
other people, really. So it would be a strange campaign for people to be going on. But like if I ever happen to post, I don't post a lot of blinds only because I know that only like 50 percent of blinds are true because anyone can write in a blind. Um, But if I ever do post a blind, it's because people have sent it to me. And they're like, I live in Charleston. I know this is true. And I'm like, oh, yeah, blinds are always like tricky. I try not to mess with them too much either, just because like, I just feel like they're, it's like you could either be completely right or completely wrong. And it's just interesting information to have. But um, I, Catherine, I see as someone that just needs serious help. Like, and I think if she got serious help and maybe like at least got a little bit sobered up, like, I think just like the world would be different for her the world you know yeah and i don't think she would get the villain edit but i don't think she's a mean girl i don't i don't think she's a mean girl at all um but she has been overly coddled i think that's the problem too is that she gets it's kind of like what happened brandy glanville has this kind of complex where like she'll act up and then she'll be like but i'm the baby like i can't like i'm the one that needs to be coddled everyone it's like you're not an underdog anymore like buck up but like and you're not a child like everyone has to be able to regulate their emotions like i mean obviously I, this is not about ultimate girls trip right now but like i have been watching and brandy like with the name calling that like is meant to be taken in a fun way but like just bothers people it's like just stop doing it just stop like just cut yourself off like you do you're able to filter yourself um but some people you know i do agree that you actually nailed it it's like Catherine has been so coddled and she has gotten away with a lot too, as much as like she, I, I comes, I think it comes from a reactive place. She has gotten away with a lot of it. She just needs to learn how to like regulate and take a deep breath and like, but then again, like it also makes for great TV. So like yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe she doesn't need to re- learn to regulate Yeah, but in think, the context of the real world, you know, I think it would be nice if she had accountability on the flip side of it, but she doesn't ever have that. And that's where the frustration comes in. It's not like she like have the explosion because it's fun, but then like call the next day and be like, okay, sorry. Yeah. yeah. But like that never happens. No. And that's where we're like, can you just do that? Yeah, but. stop stop gaslighting us into, you know, just sweeping it under the rug. Yes. And then and then that happens because it becomes a very toxic fandom trope where we're like, well, she shouldn't have to apologize. They should they should be the one. And it's like, okay, no, but she's allowed to be like, okay, I, I miscommunicated. That wasn't the proper way to express my feelings. Cause it wasn't. No, no, absolutely not. Okay, so Austin, Olivia, Taylor, and Shep, they go to dinner. And Austin <laughs> Austin creeps me out when he's being like all cheesy. He's like, she has no red flags and she's tall and she's wifey material. I'm like, shut up. Just shut up. You creepazoid. But then he's like, I'm not ready to walk down that path. I'm like, you literally say this every year. Like you even said that with Madison, like every year, like it's like just like, why do you always have to remind everyone that you you fall in love with someone, but then you say you're not ready? Like, can you stop? And and homeboy better get ready because ready already. Also, like you like you're good looking and tall, but like, you know, right. I know where you're going with this. The show (laughs) is not going to be forever. And, you know, eventually you're going to look like an old man and you're going to, you might not be getting with these like really amazing women. I'm sorry to say like not to be ageist, but 
I'm just saying, like, you know, he's he's having a moment, but the moment doesn't last forever, boo. So and he's one of those that if he gains even like 10 pounds and ages 10 years, like, oh, you're not going to be cute. So there you go. And somebody's just going to have to love you from, you know, young, whatever. <laughs> Get him now is what we're trying to say. Bide your time, Austin, because I can see the future in my crystal ball. And I, I don't know. I just. Invest, I, we're saying invest now because then they can, then they will stay with you. I just feel like future you is like punching above your weight. <laughs> 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 and I actually think Olivia is going to like be like one of those women that like is going to be like Patricia where she's like beautiful when she's 95 years old. So, right. You know, and of course she's like, look, I'm not looking to walk, you know, walk down the aisle right now, but if someone's not ready to be serious, then on to the next. So I think they are, they still, I think they're still together. So right? I, haven't looked, I haven't looked into that. I mean, I, I think she's a catch. So I hope for his sake, uh, they are right i think i'm pretty sure they are um what about shep and his girl is your him and taylor still together yes <laughs> they were so shep and craig oh my god by the way shep and craig were on watch what happens live it is so clear that craig has been doing tons more pr than or than shep because Craig is so like practiced. Craig can like answer questions. Anytime Shep opened his mouth, he was nervous and bumbling and fidgeting. And he's just not as rehearsed as Craig is. Uh, but when he was asked if they had had the conversation about, you know, settling down in marriage, Shep kind of answered. He's like, we did, we did. He was like fidgety and like moving back and forth and like rocking he was like, we did, we did. You know, I don't, it's nothing very sexy about, you know, having that conversation and he darting all around. So I guess they have had a conversation about it. Something tells me they didn't really have a conversation about it. That was in any way satisfying for Taylor. Sounds like she brought it up and like, he like deflected from what That's you're saying. Exactly <laughs> what it, it sounds like she mentioned it and he was like, yeah, sure. A little, a little deflection, deflection. And they moved on like, wow, Taylor, there's nothing sexy about this. I'm going to go on a vacation for two weeks and I'll see you in a yeah. little bit. Cause I need some time and space from you now. <laughs> yeah. So apparently they talked about it, but they are still together. I said this last week and I'm going to say it again. Now she, you, it's a very young mistake to make. She thought she could be, she got Shep because she was the cool one who wasn't going to talk about commitment and wasn't going to talk about marriage. And that's what made Shep dig her. If you actually like, so I don't want to get married. That's something I don't want. I can pull that off because I don't, I'm never going to spring it on you out of nowhere. Like, so what about, what about that whole marriage thing? She does want to get married. She said she has a whole Pinterest board. She's had it since she was young. I want her dream wedding. So you've got this guy hooked because he loves this whole non-committal freedom relationship. You can't change the rules now because you thought one day he'll change. So they're going to come to a point where it's not going to work. And I've seen instances like in my own personal life from afar where it's like, there's those types of guys. And then the girls that kind of, measle their way in and then like essentially like 
get pregnant on purpose, like unbeknownst to the guy I've seen multiple times. And I have to tell you when his cousin brought up that thing to Taylor being like, well, like just basically just get pregnant. I was like, she did not. Because the thing is, I'm not on birth control. Yep. Yep. I mean, I know I wasn't the only one hearing that. And I was like, oh my God, if she like, (laughs) if she figures out a way to get pregnant and like tries to tie him down that way, I wouldn't be surprised. But I just feel like it's like if somebody is seriously, is uh, Shep's like in his 40s, right? Yeah. I mean, Shep has just been like, I don't know that Shep's ever really had a job at all. I'm, I don't think he has in his entire 40 something years had like a real job other than Bravo. Um, extremely privileged, extreme Peter Pan syndrome, like extremely immature and like wants to date like he's like 19. Like mm-hmm. I almost feel like it, I could see it happening for him when he's like really, really old with somebody that's like inappropriately young. Mm. I don't know why. I get it. I, I can, I, when I he's ready to pump too. the brakes, when he's like tired, when he's like 65 and exhausted and wants to be taken care of, like, then I could see him maybe settling down because he would get the benefit of like maybe having somebody dote on him. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't see it for him. I am right there with you. And she, she did say, she's like, I can wait till I'm in my thirties. I'm like, okay, so you're 27. If you can sincerely wait till for another, let's give you six years. If you can wait, maybe, but you can't pressure him this whole time. And you might be too old for him by then. (laughs) (laughs) And guess what? Quite like Austin, he is not aging like a fine wine. Oh, yes, that is true. But what I will say is I don't think that that he cares or it matters for him because he will find somebody that likes him for his height his and nice money smile and his money. <laughs> yeah. Because, because I, when, when, uh, so Shep talks about how, uh, Marcy, his cousin will be coming and Austin's like, uh, yeah, Marcy's so rich. It makes Patricia look poor. I was like, wait, because that means Shep is also hold on. It Does also that- made me, it also interested me that that was what Austin knew about her or, right? or wanted to point out about her. Right? Yeah. Because he's also- never said it about Shep. Right? Because he's- they're all coming from the same bank account. I was so confused. It, it was interesting. I wasn't sure if it was to set up the fact that like they come from that Vanderbilt money and that's why Austin said it. Or I'm like, does Austin kind of, chase like wealthy women like look at him like now with this girl who's like family's clearly wealthy like trying to like make trot pop like a bigger brand I don't know I'm just like that's interesting that that's what you pick up on somebody who said they had a crush on you interesting yeah because when she said late when she says later yeah she used to have a crush on Austin I've clocked that too yeah yeah uh we do I love duh when Shep and Taylor told the story of going into a bar and running into Craig and Paige and they got into a fight. And granted, we know now that everything is fine. Craig and Paige are together, but it's still fun to be like, oh my God, I bet they were fighting. Here's my guess. I bet that Craig didn't 
fully tell Paige that they that Naomi and him hooked up twice. I bet he said the Vegas time. And then he was like, OK, I didn't tell you that we also hooked up one more time. I bet he had to tell her that because he's like, that's going to come out. Yeah, I have a feeling that that's why it was kind of hidden for a while. And then it just came out. And then he was like, I got to I have to fess up. Yeah. Um, do you think uh, Craig and Paige will make it in the long run? Well, what's the long run? Do you think they'll get married? Yes, I do. And then who knows how long they'll be together after that? Because in my opinion, like a 10 year relationship is a success. Yeah, yeah. No, it's very true. I mean, it's just there's like so many pressures when you're a reality TV star and like you're a notable person. And I think like if you were just a normal person living in like some very like no frills town and like there weren't like a million options and like it, it just wasn't like the, this that kind of lifestyle, like you could like you could last in a much longer marriage than you would having so many more things thrown at you. And, you know, um, I wonder if Paige will find the things that she doesn't, that don't bother her about Craig, that bothered Naomi to bother her in the future when her rose colored glasses are off. I, in on that same watch what happens live appearance they did together in, in that same game where they had to like, guess what the other one would say. Uh, one of the questions was what annoys Paige most about her about you Craig and they both got it right and it was Craig's drunk stories (laughs) like repeating himself and that tells me that the drinking and the like that side of him is gonna get real old and there will be like there like as much as it's cute to see them together they look great together he's still Craig he's still like a dark guy and I think that there's there's going to be many more issues like now they're sexy and cute because they were like a long distance couple and like that's sexy. Keep it. And I suggest not getting like in that committed situation quickly. I kind of think it's cute and fun to stay in that like mystery place for a while, because once you go to that place of like living together and being super committed, you can't go backwards. So like take your time getting there. So that's all fun and sexy. But at the end of the day, once they start to live together and like spend a lot of time together and really see it, Craig's a pretty dark guy, you know? And I think it's like one of those things, it's like absence makes the heart grow fonder. So every single like reunion is like this big moment where you've been building up to see that person. And then it's almost like a vacation because they're like, they're either like, having somebody come to, I, and I say this as somebody that's been in long distance relationships, like, oh my God, like, it's like, you know, amazing. And then you're like together and then you have a snippet of that person. And then you have this online, like phone communication, but like, you don't really get to like know the person in the way that you would, if you were just there 24 seven and get to be annoyed by them as quickly, you know? So it seems sexy now, but we'll we'll see how it like really pans out. Um, and also they're they're on so many shows like they're both. We have Summer House and we have Southern Charm. And that is going to and they're on Winter House. Like this is a lot of filming and a lot of exposure. And she's not tough. Like she blocked me and I am not even Shut that up. When did she block you? Uh, it was right after the reunion, uh, the summer house reunion, and I'm very bitter about it. 
because I'm not one of those accounts that like does. I don't I'm not really scathing. I'm really fair. And it kind of was annoyingly fair. Like I even I did a carousel of my takes on the whole like I did like a recap post and I was unnecessarily fair to page. Okay. I didn't even need to be. And I was all right. And I shouldn't have been, but I was. And then I went to check her account and it, I was blocked. And so I let her have it after that. And I was like, the gloves are off, honey. Uh, but she's, she was blocking all accounts. She was blocking people that had liked a comment under someone else's post. Like she was on, cause she was getting so much heat. She had done an Amazon drop also and the comments on the Amazon drop were like, I cannot believe you would have this woman on a day after that, after that horrible reunion performance, she was awful at the reunion. She's not a great reality star when, it, when, it, when it, when it gets hot in the kitchen, she doesn't know how to man up or woman up, I should say. So she was sitting next to Lindsay and that was who she had unbeknownst to Lindsay, the most beef with. And Lindsay's sitting there like, I'm I, like, Lindsay can move on. That Lindsay's the type of reality star that's like, that's what our job is. Let's do it. Let's move on. Paige wouldn't even look at her. And Andy at one point was, Andy was so annoyed with her. Andy was like, you won't even look at Lindsay. And she's like, no. And he, he, Andy was over it. He was, sat next to page page was in seat number one right next to andy and she's gonna be at the end of the couch next season oh yes he was gonna be demoted he was so pissed he's like listen little girl you are right next to me okay this is your moment they convinced me you were worthy of this seat and you're not so yeah so she's not equipped for like all of this exposure, the more the more shows you're on, the more exposed you're going to get. But she's always had like Hannah, who was the real villain that she could kind of like hide behind. And so now she's the one that's getting it. And now she's aligned with Craig, who's almost always the villain. So she has no idea what's coming. So we'll see how this pans out. I actually have no clue. I hear Craig is worse than ever this season. Like, I guess he's like drunker and wilder and crazier than ever. But that's rumor. I don't know. He had to have been wasted at Naomi's house. And I'm sure he got like wasted before because he was nervous to go to his ex's house after not going for so long. Because the reminiscing was just weird, weird. And it was like, (laughs) what is your end game here? Like, what are you trying to do? Because you're saying that you're with Paige now. And you don't want Naomi, but you're like ha- trying to have this like movie, like movie moment with her. And I'm just like, what, what the fuck are you doing? Talking about their little, their like personal snacks. Like I'm like, it was all. And Pringles like, huh? You had a snack table, a snack tray. What? It's Bye. like, is that like the only like memory you can conjure up? Like that you right? have special snacks. Like I don't even think that's that like profound or romantic. Like. It's uh, very humbling. I, I think that's why Pringle was like, I don't know what to say to that because that's not really a fond memory he, that he I would need to like, bring up. You should have been like, did you have Pringles? <laughs> I thought the same thing, actually. <laughs> and then also the first thing he tells Olivia when he walks in is the last time I was here was with the U-Haul at midnight. Packing. I'm like, okay. Uh, it was like he was like sad, drunk, like breakup Craig or something. Like I was oh my like, God, what, that's is, what is going on? Like he's like he's good observation, this, like, weird, like sadness, and like it's like, dude, you you moved on. Like you're with Paige now. Like if anyone should be sad, it's you, Naomi. 
Well, and then they have the most awkward interaction. But okay, wait, I want to clock. Pringle asks Olivia. He's like, how was your uh, date with Austin? Wish I'd been invited. Pringle has a problem going after girls that the guys are already with, especially Austin's. Yeah. I'm like, dude, Pringle, relax. It's kind of like, I I think like he's, he's like trying to like, it's like an alpha fight. Like he's trying to like assert himself or something. Jeez, especially because I think he has zero respect for Austin and he knows Austin's so easy to mess with that he's like, just watch. I'm just okay. Who, who do you think is the hottest guy on Southern charm? Great question. Um, Uh, God, that's tough. Um, (sighs) you go first. Okay. Um, I, well, obviously I thought Matul was so hot. Um, oh yeah. I forgot about Matul. He was probably like one of the hottest guys to appear on the show and like had like a really like put together career. So until I found out how toxic he was, I thought he was pretty hot. Um, but to be honest with you, like when I first started the show, I thought Shep was hot and then I got to know him. Same thing with, um, Austin. Like I thought Austin was hot. Cause I like, you know, I, I definitely yeah. like love, love a tall guy and they both look tall and like, like nice teeth and stuff. And they're like, they're, they're cute guys. But now I feel like anyone remaining, I just know them too well. It's like almost like that's why like, I'm all, having a hard time. <laughs> they're all ruined for me. You know, that's the problem is anytime I think of one, like I can't even look at them as attractive anymore because we know them too well. Yeah. And it's just like, even like somebody like that, you'd be like, I'm so afraid to like hook up with. You'd be like, I'd like leave that interaction. Like, <laughs> like with a, I don't know, STD. Like, I don't know. Yeah. No, Shep looks like he's covered in STDs now. Right. Like, I'm like, I'd be afraid of him. Like, I would never like, oh, my God, never. Shep is covered in STDs. No doubt. No doubt about it. Right. Like, you know, I feel like when he was a bit younger, when the show started, he was so charming. And oh, yeah, we didn't know him that well. And he had that like boyish grin of like, I'm so rich and nothing nothing can touch me. And like, there was something like hot and charming about him in the very beginning. Yes. In the very beginning. Then I, I have got a, to know him. I have a friend who's doing a full re a full watch. She's never seen the show. And she's like, she sent me, a, she sent me a few messages that I'm like, remember saying this. The first message was, um, Shep is really cute. I hope nothing happens with him. I'm like, mm. <laughs> and the next one was, uh, Craig just seems like a really sweet guy. I'm like, Oh, just remember these messages. You need to you need to screenshot those. And I did frame, frame them oh. and like print them for her. As like little, I do like, need to do that. Like put them in your bathroom or something. It, I mean, it's so funny that like, first impressions of everyone and Southern Charm is one of those shows that I've showed non Bravo friends and like people love it. Like yes. especially again, like the season. I think one of the seasons I've introduced to people when they've been like staying with me or whatever, and we're having like long hungover mornings is like I'll turn pop on the season with Ashley like are the it's one leading amazing. up to it and then going into like the Ashley Thomas Catherine drama and that was just also a great season for Patricia and I hope the show starts put, giving us more Patricia scenes of like it's just so sad without Michael because Michael was such a big part of Patricia's trope you know I I I almost can't talk about it without crying because he it was it's unfair that that happened to him. 
he's such a sweet man. Like genuinely, like just such a sweet man. He was with her for like he loved years. what he did. You can tell he loved what he did. He did. He really did. Like he and Patricia just like are peanut butter and jelly. They they were meant to. I think that she should just make her houses like nursing home and just hang out. I know. <laughs> oh my God. That would be the cutest thing ever. I'm sure like the staircases there are just not good for like a wheelchair. They probably can't do, they probably can't do like any renovations like that to the house too, because it's so old that it's like, you'd have to like tear the whole thing out. Well, it's known as like, a, what was it? It's known as like a, a historical landmark. It's like a city plantation house or something, which again, like I'm sure has some like dark ass oh, history God. behind it. It's but the I, South. We have to always remember that in Southern Charm, Charleston, there's going to be some darkness. It's like all the Southern Charm, like anything, like any charming home in the South, you can like almost assume like if you literally looked into it, it would be yep. so charming, you know? <laughs> yep. That is the truth. So, it's ugh. so speaking of Marcy, we're like, OK, so she comes in pregnant as hell. And she belongs to a very exclusive club. What was it called? The, the Ju- Jupiter Club. Jupiter, Jupiter Club. And it was like, and Shep is like, can't talk about it. Cannot even talk about it. You're, you're like, you don't apply. You're just like, you're in because you're like an heir to the throne, basically. And she, she seems super uncomfortable on camera. I don't think she, I'm like, I feel like she got this. I feel like she got this contract before she found out she was pregnant. She's like, sure, fuck yeah, I'll do the show. And then she's like, God damn it, I'm pregnant. And now I can't like drink and be myself on the show. She had to have gotten the contract. So why would they even select her to be on the show if she was pregnant? No offense, but I just don't think that like the climate and like energy of Southern Charm is the right environment for a pregnant woman. A hundred percent. I'm like, uh oh, they, they, I guarantee they did not anticipate. They that. were probably like, Ooh, chef's like fun party, rich cousin. Let's bring her on. She used to have a crush on, on Austin, but now she's married. And then it's like, boo, and she'll be like another rich voice of reason, like Patricia, but like also partying. And then it's like, boom, like she's pregnant. And it's like, well, now what do we do with her? Okay, like just make sure to mention the, the crush you had on Austin. Uh, and Austin's going to say how rich you are. And then we're going to bring up this like club that probably if we were to really look into the Jupiter Club, like I bet we'd find out some some horrible shit too. Actually, I was just going to say that's probably the darkest. I bet, the, I bet there is some dark stuff with that club. I fucking guarantee it. I guarantee it. There are probably murders that have been covered up at that club. Like, oh my God. Um, Absolutely. It's like Bohemian Grove vibes, you know? You know Bohemian Grove? Like, it's like that, you know? So, yeah. Actually, that reminds me. I need to write down Jupiter Club Deep Dive because I'm sure that is dark. Um. The rea- the interaction, though, OK, so Craig has established that he's like reminiscing. He's reminiscing about Naomi. But then their interaction immediately reminds him that they are not good together because she starts giving him shit the way she used to. She's like, you should you've got to stop swallowing ice. It's a really big turnoff to some people. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's right. You're kind of a bitch to me. And it's and- like that's their that's their dynamic. And it's like nitpicking at swallowing ice. Like, dear God. That's so Naomi, though. I forgot. Like, she did that to him all the time. And that's also probably why she was attracted to Matul, because he did that to her. 
I was just thinking that because that that flashback they showed us of Matul putting more weight on her like weight thingy like <sighs> and then not letting her eat something she wanted a cookie he's like no it's diabetes in a in plastic meanwhile no. if you look at Naomi like I mean weight weight isn't necessarily an indication of health or anything but like Naomi like looks very fit fit you know her, her body triggers the hell out of me oh my god like sometimes I'm like girl you could like you know gain five pounds you know like you could stand to gain a few like she she just looks so little but she might just be genetically like little you know Mm -hmm. um but it's just yeah that was crazy like anytime a guy like is having any sort of input on like your body like that's like fucking run from for the hills you know starts nagging you about like your body oh my god like crazy crazy town yeah and and what you eat like are you uh, kidding me like oh my god and so like after it's like when craig when craig tells her like don't do that with me it's like she checks herself and then she tries a different tactic and she's like you want me to tell you you were right and he's like you can say whatever you want and she realizes like oh fuck i've lost him like she's like i don't know which tactic to use so she's like you were right you're right. And he's like, okay. I feel like in that moment, Craig snapped out of maybe possibly thinking that this could be cute. Yeah. She got a little too comfortable too fast. And I think she's so used to having him wrapped around her finger. And I think what a lot of this is about is about her wanting control over Craig. She had him under her spell for years and wanted nothing to do with him. And now he's moving on and she is alone and she doesn't like it. That's she doesn't exactly like it. it. That is exactly it. If she won him back over, it would be a short thing. It would not like, it would last like less than a year. If, if even, if even a few months. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's her she's, ego. She's playing this all wrong. She, she like wanted to just kind of barely talk about Matul because she thought she was just going to slide right into dating Craig and have like that sort of a season, but it's not working out like that. Nope. For her. Not at all. Not at all. Um, and then this is where we find out that Taylor, t- Taylor tells Marcy, because Marcy's like, oh, my God, it was so cute. Shep is just like a little boy talking about how much she loves you. And I told him, oh, my God, you should have a kid. And Taylor's like, well, I'm not on birth control as if that's a good thing. And no one's like, oh, that's not good. They're like, <laughs> Oh, so this person that doesn't want to have children or get married to you right now, you're going to not be on birth control so that you can try a tactic of tying him down with a fucking little human that's going to like deal with this trauma. It blows my mind. And and I I didn't realize till I went into my like 30s that like this actually happens. Like it actually happens. Like it really, really does. And it's like these man children end up with kids because the women they're with maybe see it as a solution and I, it, it, it isn't you're just stuck with the man child and a baby of the man yeah. child yeah it does For- not if somebody is like that they're just like that exactly know? there's this whole like rhetoric out there that like having a baby like really changed him and i'm like i have not seen any of that so no, no. if somebody <laughs> wants to show me an example of somebody that went from being shep to being like fucking father of the year like please like i would love to see that um i have not personally seen anyone that I know of that's like in that kind of vibe that's been you know kind of maybe bamboozled into a child you know 
uh, change very much. If anything, it's just two babies. Two babies. <laughs> now you have two babies on your hand. Yeah. Yeah. I, Shep is not the person. Oh my gosh. Shep you is imagine? not the person like of all. No, you don't, you don't trap Shep because Shep is going to be like, fuck you and bounce. He's just going to get mad at you. And if it's a little boy, it's going to be like, it's going to be like a mini Shep, you know? And oh then you're going to be dealing with you procreated Shep. And we've already got Jack. We already have a mini Jacks to worry about. Like, don't do this to us. But it's so it's one of those things where Shep has so much money. And like, Mm -hmm. I know a ton of Southern people, like nobody loves babies more than Southern people. Like, it's just a fact of life. And like, I feel like the one thing about Shep is there's so much money there that like people in that family would step in and be like, yeah, I'm going to throw money at this. Like, we're happy. This is going to change Shep. Like, and even if Shep didn't change, he'd probably come into more of that money for that child. And like, there would just probably be like a house and a nanny. And then he would just go about his business at, you know. Yeah, you're right. Shep would be fine. (laughs) He he would be like philandering. Like he probably, I think that would probably make him, you know, want to be with the, he would probably want to go out step out of that relationship and be with somebody who is fun and like in the phase of like not being in like a parenting like vibe, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I, I hope that she just gets out of it before it's. Yeah. Too late, yes. You know? Please don't go that route. No, no, hell no. Hell Please no. God don't. It'll, it'll not, it'll be in no way a fantasy for you. It's eventually the honeymoon phase ends and, regardless of how charming how, how southern charming shep might be like it's just it's not going to be cute anymore and you're going to be like what the fuck have i done you know it gets dark it gets it does. like it gets southern dark like it it's does. a specific kind of dark like thomas ravenel dark okay and he's the kind of guy where like some girl would have a baby with him and then they'd be like waiting for a ring and like it just wouldn't come exactly you know like i don't know i i think he's going to be forever Forever philandering. Agreed. And let him. Yeah. Crying just out let loud. him. There's just also, let him. there's many, for, for, from what I've seen, there's a lot of like cute guys in that area. Like just go find another Southern Prince Charming. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, please, please God. Um, we get this cool scene with Madison, Austin and Craig. I'm really liking this dynamic because Madison and Austin are like, they're they're cool together. They're like not they're like not too contentious, even though they are. Um, and Craig, apparently Craig and Madison have actually been friends this whole time, even though you couldn't tell. Um, but Craig's like, so you guys are cool. And Austin's like, yeah. And Madison's like, you didn't know. And Craig's like, I don't know. He doesn't tell me anything. And Austin's like, well, you don't tell me anything. And Craig is like, well, yeah, like we're, we're not good right now, but we're just pretending like everything's fine. And Madison's like, what's happening with you two? Like, what's actually going on? And Craig goes, Austin, if you don't have things you want to say to sorry to me about, that's sad. And that's pretty much the scene. It's like, it's just like now it's like it used to be Austin and Craig were fighting because of Madison. And now Madison's watching Austin and Craig fighting. It's just so funny how butthurt these guys get over, over, not over gossip and yeah. over not being included in and gossip. Like, and like, who's not, who's the worst friend? I'm like, you guys are both shitty friends to each other. Just so we're clear. 
it, it, it cracks me up how how um, hurt their feelings get over this type of stuff. Like, yeah. this is what they're fighting over. Yeah. I, Madison and Austin Naru makes me, like, extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, because I just feel, like, the tension in the air. And I feel, like, this, like, energy of, like, you guys, like, could be at each other's throat, like, so quickly. Like, oh, my God. Like, it just feels like you're you're constantly, like, walking on eggshells when you're, like, watching it. You're, like, ooh, like. I don't know. There's just they they still have obviously a lot of like um unresolved feelings towards each other whether or not they're able to express that on TV. Um but yeah, it's Madison's come in an interesting way this season. Right? She doesn't have like her own storyline, but she's like insert being inserted in parties. Well, I'm a little concerned because I don't like that she's not giving us her relationship. Like she's keeping it off the show. And I don't like that. Yeah, I, I yeah. think that's a cop out. That's not fair. You know, it's not fair to us. It's not fair. <laughs> and it's like if everyone else has to do it, you have to do it. Yeah. And Madison so, is so pretty. Like she's ugh. like literally looks like Jessica Simpson. Like yeah. she is like like every time she walks on screen, I'm like, you could have like you could have been like a famous actress or something. You know what I mean? Like she has that level of just like she she could have been a pop star. You know, Olivia is that beautiful, too. Like they're I think think both of them and they look very similar. Olivia is just like taller. Yeah. But they're both like fit as hell. I'm like, how do you how are you guys built like this? I know. It's like, do we just need to like go to like on a trip to Charleston to like it's like they all look like this. Like, how do you guys all look? Because even like the men, I'm like, is it just cast this entire show? Like, or are just people down there just like that hot? Like, I wonder the same thing all the time, Lauren. I'm like, how do you all look like this? Like, Like, what's in the water? What is happening? (laughs) I thought you guys ate like really shitty fried food all the time. This isn't fair. Yeah, I feel like they always like when they are going out to eat, I feel like they're not like they're not like a vision of health. No. And then they drink like mad and like do God knows what else on ca- off camera. Because like all I, of them, I'm like, ooh, those eyes. Ooh, what's going Aust- on? Austin's eyes when, when he goes inside. OK, wait, hold on. Before we get into that, the scene with the girls is pretty brutal. So this is where Naomi, we're picking that pin up. Because Naomi, the mean girl, really came out here. So they're waiting for the bathroom. And uh, Patricia's like, so I heard it was pretty wild at that Catherine's birthday party. And Naomi really is a bitch, in my opinion. She's like, yeah, like Catherine's crazy and blah, blah, blah. And Olivia didn't know what she was really doing by with all of these people saying, um, she wasn't wrong though. Olivia wasn't incorrect by being like, then why did you go? Like it's to be fair. It's because production told them to go and she didn't quite get that. It's like, Oh, Olivia, you must be new here. Yeah. (laughs) It's like when people like are like, you said unalived on TikTok. I'm like, yeah, we have, we're censored. Like (laughs) I remember my first day on TikTok. Like, it's like, I remember my first day on Southern charm, charm, Olivia, like, yeah. She's like, well, then why'd you go? I'm like, well, but, mm, it's because like it's they're filming. they're filming. And so instead of and, but Naomi didn't know how to answer. She's like, I went because 
she's like she practically like looked at the camera she's like what do i say what do i say um because when someone extends an olive branch you take it uh but then olivia's like but then do you remember what you said to me and she was they flash back to her being like i just like don't get along with Catherine," and just being very very bitchy in her delivery that's just like her voice too she's just very bitchy and olivia is coming across pretty strong and I don't fault Vanita for backing up her friend because I feel like I would have done the same thing. That is sort of my nature too, to be like, who is this new girl? You have no idea the history, but it does come across like they're all ganging up on her. And Olivia, as soon as she said, calm down, I was like, Ooh, don't do that. Don't say calm down. But I get it was probably like a knee jerk reaction. So so as soon as she says, okay, no, calm down. Vanita's like, Oh no, you're not going to tell me to calm down. No, that's what you're not going to do. And but then the way Naomi went, what are you doing right now? I was like, all right, I don't I don't like this. So right when I was getting mad at all of the girls, Vanita comes correct. Later, she walks up to uh, Olivia and she goes, I want to say sorry. That wasn't meant to be like a huge gang up. I, I, it's just that, you know, you don't quite know the whole thing, but I really I'm sorry. I didn't want you to feel like that. Naomi didn't do that. Naomi just is so cool though. That's the thing. Like, I really like Benita. I feel like she's like a voice of reason and she's like very level-headed and I get why she stuck up for Naomi. I'm kind of surprised that she is such good friends with Naomi. Mm -hmm. Me too. Um, Because I would really love to know what the dynamic was like in high school with Benita like like, I'm really happy for Benita and her career because she was Me that, too. like, nerdy girl in high school. Yeah, and I'm like, who was Naomi in that picture? Were you guys tight in high school? Like, what was the deal? Like, you know, um, is, is this, like, for the show? But was Naomi, like, a part of that, like, meme click? Like, I'm just Oh, curious. did they go to high school together? That's what I thought. Oh, I thought they were talking about, like, two different high schools, but just, like... Oh, I didn't catch. We'll that. have to rewatch it, but I I'm pretty sure oh. they went to high school together. Ooh, and okay. so when they showed that yearbook, I was like, "That's kind of crazy," and like, I wonder. Oh wow, I I totally just assumed they were talking about, but you may be right. They grew up in Charleston, so that was an interesting hmm. little like factoid where I was like, "It's just so funny because they're like they all obviously know each other. They're all obviously on the show. What? But what was what was ten years ago like? You know what was." 10 years ago before cameras were around like what was 15 years ago before cameras were around like um and i get the leva connection and i get maybe leva's the connector yeah for a lot of them because leva seems like she can connect everyone she does um but naomi's naomi had no interest it was her home she had no interest in going up to olivia and being like sorry sorry that kind of became a gang up um i was again Naomi is the Regina George. And she was just rolling her eyes at Olivia and making her look stupid for doing something on camera, basically, is kind of like how I interpreted it. Was like Olivia is like kind of new. She's stepping in, she's jumping in, she's like being opinionated. Um and also like not for nothing, but Catherine wasn't there to defend herself. So yeah. she was trying to just put some perspective in there. And then, like, it was like the the hounds, like, were released on her. Like, it was like everyone just just dove in and went at her. So, I don't know. I did get that mean girl vibe from Naomi, too, uh, in that moment. Like, it's just like, 
rolling your eyes, making somebody feel stupid for speaking up on camera. It's, it must be awkward. Yeah. Inserting yourself into these like storylines too. Yeah. And thinking, and you you make a lot of mistakes when you're new and I, all I need is someone to come correct after they make a mistake because we're going to make so many mistakes. And the fact that Vanita had the ability to go, oh my God, let me fix it. And Naomi just sat in her. So then Naomi's sitting in there and Leva says, I feel bad about Olivia. And Naomi's like, okay. But then in walks Austin. And speaking of eyes, his eyes are like, <laughs> he's so high. <laughs> oh my god and so he sits down and in true like high fashion he immediately starts just throwing craig under the bus saying saying thing saying things to naomi that would hurt her feelings like why would you need to tell her that craig was like yeah he was like it was one time and i was like ugh, gross basically like you you don't need to tell a person that to her face no no even if she just regina george someone like she doesn't deserve that like uh, and as much as she is a mean girl like i do like her at the same time it's a very weird dichotomy within me um but i don't know it's just like it it's a show but like you're crossing a line there like that's mean and austin was just doing it really to make craig look bad and so in the in, in turn made naomi feel bad I think he was doing it because he was trying to he was trying to get anything he could out of Naomi in that moment because he was like trying like I think he was trying to like push for like more information to catch Craig in a lie. Yep, because he's already he's already so offended that Craig isn't telling him everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Because he was like, you guys hooked up more than once. Right. Yes or no. And and then when and then. okay, he was trying to he could. like twist the knife, make an enemy out of Craig to try to get uh, to, like to try to get Naomi to like spill the beans on everything to be like, because it's like if he says some really nasty things about Craig that, regarding Naomi, then it's like, OK, I was holding this back because I didn't want this on camera because I didn't want to hurt <laughs> Craig and Paige. But now that you told me that Craig like said this about me, fuck Craig, I'm going to give you like all the info. It was a literal interrogation tactic. Yeah. No, he was being manipulative, in my opinion. That's exactly what he was doing. Right? Like, he was trying to fuck with them. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) He knows what he's doing. Oh, my God. That's so sick. And you know how I know that? I'm one of four kids. And, like, I've definitely done that to my siblings. Like, you know what they said about you? And I'm, like, you know, trying (laughs) trying to get info. You know, family dynamics, you know, we've all we've all done immature things in the world. And to be fair, they show a flashback of Craig kind of sort of saying that, like, it's not like he was making it up. Like, no, how awful, how awful to say about your ex, how awful to like put it that way. How, How awful, like, just be like, you know what? Like, I realized that we needed to put the past in the past or like make it like something super big about like just moving on with your life not about like the it it made it seem like it was like he didn't enjoy the hookup i know and that it was like he was turned off by her which is such a horrible thing to hear as a woman and then cut to craig coming in and being like i would never say that (laughs) (laughs) well actually craig we have footage of you Um, i'm like yeah well and then like it's just incredibly uncomfortable because he's like yeah no we had a we had a great 
thing. It was a great time. And Naomi's just getting rejected in real time on camera because he's basically saying, and that was it. Like we had a good thing. It's done. Not going to happen. This is, this is the end. And, and that's why it's called the fresh start party. That's called the fresh start. <laughs> and scene. That's how you, that's how you sever, sever the, the tie. Do you think that Naomi is still going to harbor feelings for him throughout the season? Or do you think that this interaction will just completely like end that for her? Oh, good question. Um, I think her ego is incredibly destroyed after the Matul thing. And now this is a triple whammy because she's got not only the Craig rejection, but now the cameras have captured it. So she's played her card so wrong. She should have just, I I hate to should someone because that's so rude, but she could have. kind of given us more Matul stuff, like really kind of played that out for a more, a, a few more episodes. But I think she just wanted to like get rid of that real quick. She's embarrassed. Um, but I think I, she, what, go I, ahead. I, well, I did see something and like, I won't disclose too much of it because it was kind of on somebody's like close friend story, but basically like, I think that her reasoning for not sharing so much is because the more you share, the more people can pick apart and like, the more information she gave us about the Matul thing, like even though it was really bad, like it would just be fodder for the fans to like oh. kind of like continuously like break that down. And I think mm. it was like really like hard. She for wanted her. it to go away. Yeah. Which I understand. Like that makes sense. I fully understand. It's like, you've been in this terribly toxic relationship. You're probably talking to your friends about it. You're probably talking to a therapist about it. And you, um, you don't want, to give it to like the Bravo community who like, honestly, like I, I couldn't imagine being on a Bravo show and going through a breakup. Oh God. You know? So yeah. Uh, I, I, I be, I think that it's going to be a pretty embarrassing first half of the season for her because yeah. she's going to have to like have, you know, the page and Craig thing is going to play out. Um, but eventually it will become like, not even a thing because I'm sure there's bigger fish to fry later in the season. Yeah. And I hope like, I, I wish her the best. Cause I, and I hope she like grows through all this and like, maybe like irons out some of like some of her part in the stuff that's happened with Catherine, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I, I take some ownership and like, just we end the season being like, maybe yeah. she's not, not a mean girl. Like, yeah. You know? Gross. I we love her. Like her. Yeah, I want to like her. I do. You know, I really do. And I don't dislike her. I just I see these mean girl tendencies. And, you know, I went to all girls Catholic school, so I can clock them better than anyone. And it's hard. Same. It's hard to see you like because you're like, wait, why are you mean girling like Olivia or like any of the Catherine or these other people? And I think that the main thing is, is like there's there's that tactic of like throwing a little something in the fire and then being like, Oh my gosh! Like, how, why? Why did you have that reaction? Why did you explode? You know, um, and acting like you had no part in it—that's what yep. bothers me. Me with too. A, with a few of the people on the show who need mm. to get it together by the end of the season. So we have a yep. long road ahead. I'm, I'm loving it though. I'm loving it. I do too. I'm happy it's back, and I'm happy it feels kind of like old times because Catherine is willing to be unhinged again because she was very controlled for too long. I agree. I agree. And I think it'll, you know, continue to, to get better as her legal issues resolve themselves. Exactly. 
Um, all right. Well, that wraps us up. Thank you all so much for listening, for watching. Um, please tell everyone where they can find you. First of all, thank you so much for having me. Oh. You're the best. Um, you can find me at the Zen Blonde on TikTok, and I have a podcast called The Zen Blonde. I'm on Instagram, um, and you can probably find me on my couch watching Bravo as well. So feel <laughs> free to knock on the feel free to knock on the door. <laughs> thank you. I kept you way longer than I intended to. So thank you so much for sticking around. I am so happy we got to connect again. Um, all right, everybody. Rate, review, subscribe, like, comment, and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to support me, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. Also, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. And if you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to the pod. Thank you guys. I'll see you on Instagram or TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.